The headlines tonight. Transmutation disaster leads to soft fruit shortage. Chronically ironic politician voted for own execution as a joke. And sports to be banned after audience realize they're a bit rubbish. Welcome to the campaign trail. smart and attractive people. Oh, I'm sorry, that, that was really inappropriate. <clears throat> Our top story tonight. The energy giant Dexon has suffered a crushing defeat at the hands of the Darnorth Foreign Office. Lisa Townsend and her team reportedly smashed his outer shell of energy crystals and then dropped a massive computer on his head. Reports are coming in that Dexon's company files are to be investigated by an independent inquiry. Prosecutors allege that the energy giant was siphoning off more than 90% of the output created by the Heart of the North, a trans-dimensional magical orb of unimaginable power. He's a greedy bugger, said Sir Carrick Stalls, the Director of Public Prosecutions. A formal vote is to be carried out tonight in the far-off lands parliament to decide if the government will support Gorlack the Betrayer's efforts to seek Darnorth's membership of the Great Alliance. And now, sport. Oh, wait. Oh, that's been cancelled, hasn't it? Uh, so, we rejoin just as the dust is settling. Uh, I will assume that you've all kind of uh, medicine checked one another. So those of you who were knocked out, uh, put yourselves stable at one HP. Uh, Mavis, who you may remember as the um, centaur who was trying to start a union, uh, peeks her head through the door, uh, looking at you with kind of fear and horror, and uh, looks a little concerned. Uh, I wave cheerfully. I didn't die. As long as it's not fear <laughs> and loathing. Come on, last I can have all the onion ice cream that wants now. Uh, Lisa, trying to look professional, brushes dust off her suit and says, We didn't kill him. He's fine. Mr. Dexon just needs a holiday. Uh, in fact, he changed his mind, didn't he? Yes, um, definitely. Said a union was a great idea. Yes. You should yes, start yes. one now, <laughs> immediately, yes, yes. before he wakes up. <clears throat> it's not going to be feeling very well, so perhaps you should fetch the central for disease control. Oh, no. Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> The board of directors are going to have a few things to say, I expect. But if we move quickly in the confusion and the power vacuum, we might have a chance. Wait a moment. What happened to Mr. Hazmat? It's a copy. He had to split. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I knew there was a reason we we got Naomi in on this team. <laughs> <laughs> One of the gnomes, uh, Mr. Snaps, says, Well, it uh, just so happens that the original plans for the public power grids are still at the records office and there is a uh, government department staffed by a particular MP who may or may not be standing right here who knows how to operate it. And he sort of grabs his lapels and looks quite smug. 
Yes. Oh, uh, incidentally, uh, Temerity is still sat on Perrin's shoulders. And goes, meow. <sighs> that fickle cat. I made a friend. I tried to get a ghost, but then I got your cat. And now we're best well, friends. Are you going to try and reclaim your That's cat? That's because pen? she's a ghost. Come here, you Wait, silly thing. She's a ghost cat. <laughs> She's a fiend. I just thought that I've made the spell wrong and ghost and cat had the same meaning or something. <laughs> I rustle treats. Uh, <laughs> as you rustle your treat bag, uh, you feel a little furry friend at your feet and Temerity looks up at you and then you realise there is still a Temerity on Perrin's shoulders. Oh bloody hell, there's two of them now. Twice the two. Uh, the one on Perrin's shoulders huffs and goes... Well, looks like the jig is up. And uh, jumps... Oh my god, what? Oh god, what? What? I thought... That's not my cat. I thought that... I I was talking... I think I'm having a stroke. In my head. I was having this conversation with the cat on my shoulders. Uh, And now you're talking. But you're using a different voice to the voice I use for you in my head. I didn't get hit on the head, did I? Because it feels like I did. Perrin. It's always a pleasure to do business with you. Uh, slowly, this other temerity transforms into a tall humanoid shape made of gold and green light. And it turns deep Ooh. amber eyes on you, Perrin. And says, Hello. Do you not recognize Hi. me? I think I do. It's Oscar. <laughs> uh, I have but one request to make of thee, my fine, loyal friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I borrow some money? <laughs> I'm completely broke, and the Blue Lord's been on my ass about it for weeks. Oh, yeah, don't absolutely. get me started on the Yellow Lord. They're all, oh, <laughs> you shot my best stag. What do they expect? I'm a hunter, for God's sake. <sighs> so, hey, gold pieces should do it. Yeah, yeah, I've Can got you that. Me one up? Second, one second. Come on, you know I'm good oh, for yeah, it, right? Of co- uh, anything for you, my dear patron. Um, <laughs> Sweet. Let me be your patron. Is this not, uh, is this a mutual thing now? Do we need to talk oh, about the terms and uh, conditions? <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Um, well, you see, uh, thou hast performed a great service to thine lord, and it shall not be forgotten. Yeah. You're better than me. And before you ask, I've given up the stuff. All right. I, I said I could give up any time I liked. No more potato salad. I'm not addicted. I'm square. But you're not square. You're like leaf shaped. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> See you around, parent. And then. See you soon. Disappears into a cloud of green um, smoke. Do you know that person? Oh yeah, that's my um, demonic. Pa- well, not really demonic. He's really he's a uh, archfey. He's called the Green Lord. He's um, we met once when I accidentally burnt down a forest, and had to pay my dues to him. So now I'm forever in his um, otherworldly service. Uh, Lisa comes up behind you, Victrina, and goes, "That was weird, wasn't it? Uh, that that was deeply weird." And I've I, seen I, some I... weird stuff in my time. Yeah, I know weird when I see it. Am I babbling again? I do that when I get nervous. Like this one time You've when I... have never been round mine on Mother's uh, Day. Yeah, um, never mind. Oh, I've been in better cages, I'll say that. My back's sore. Right. Oh, we'd best be getting out of here before we get asked any awkward questions. Oh, how do you get out without being um, seen? Traditionally the door. Wait, no, people do see doors. We have, a, we have some shoes of invisibility. 
How many pairs? Just one. That's two shoes. <sighs> if only there was a secret passage we could use. Oh, 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 what the hell? There is a secret passage, surprisingly enough, that someone can take us down. I... Do you mean I didn't have to disguise myself for the front end? Well, think how much worse it was for Agrilad. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We'll all comment. <laughs> uh, snaps uh, leads you through the secret tunnel again, uh, singing a little song. Uh, as he goes, and he says, Well, my team of artificers can work on getting the electrical grid back up and working in uh, 48 hours, I suspect. We might call in... I've got a favour to call in with old Captain Biscuit. She, she owes me a few. Um, you know, get it even faster then with, uh, with her working on it. Uh, and I say, like, uh, without decks on there pulling the strings, we might just about get it back into public ownership before he's awake. <laughs> Mm. Well, I'll get the illustration drawn up tonight and uh, hopefully we can uh, at least get a first reading on it. So you eventually come back through the uh, records office. Uh, Mr. Smith, you see, is asleep at his desk. Um, And you start to wonder, does he have a home to go to? Probably not. Um, (laughs) uh, You get out uh, into the light uh, and you see that it is just about coming to dawn. Uh, so you've been uh, on this adventure through the night, it seems. Uh, you head to the hotel uh, where um, Gorlak and, and company are staying, and you find Gorlak in his hotel room uh, with his husband. They are eating room service food uh, and are watching something on what's a really good um, <laughs> streaming service <laughs> parody I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, Netflix. Yeah, that'll do. Um, <laughs> uh, they're watching um, not very strange things, uh, <laughs> which in this world is quite exciting. Um, <laughs> is that on Hob? Ooh, ooh, have you got to season three yet? Is that on Hobgoblin box office? Sure, yeah. So uh, Gorlak uh, sits you all down and says, "Ah, oh, excellent, excellent. You've you've, you've come back. So uh, I assume you've got uh, some sort of proposal uh, for us today." Yes, this is a really odd program you're watching. Everyone, just it's a bit is soon, don't you think? Doing very normal things. Yes, it's a show about uh, three very normal children who are having a very normal life. Um, it's quite soothing. Uh, helps me sleep at night. Poor <laughs> children. What strange. <laughs> um, uh, Lisa says, oh, Good news, Prime Minister. <laughs> we killed the CEO of the largest uh, energy company in uh, the country. Ah, we may also have caused a minor workers' revolution. We also um, might possibly but have par- inadvertently put their energy supply back into public ownership without taking it um, to a vote. I, I, f- I think it may be better to describe this as a reversal in f- of fortunes for the ruling uh, power block. Gorlak sort of wipes the food off his mouth and says, Well, was it Dexon, did you say? Yes, he's, uh, that name has come up a number of times. Uh, but if you've been, if you've taken him out, then perhaps... He won't have got 
to all of the people in Parliament who are going to vote tonight. Yes, and if he hasn't swayed them, perhaps they'll vote on their own conscience, and perhaps then we'll, uh, we might have a chance. We haven't got a second to lose. Quick! And uh, he hops off the um, bed and starts hurriedly uh, putting a tie on and uh, a jacket. And says, okay, okay, right. do I look presentable? Uh, he does not and look present. Hair down a little bit, <laughs> uh, and, 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 and twitch his ears oh, so that they're pointing in the right direction. Ow! Sorry. Ow! 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 Oh, thank, thank you. Right, uh, we'll need to need to leg it. I hope you're not. Uh, oh, uh, um, um, uh, Smithsonian, you do look like you've been uh, somewhat in the wars. Um, um, no, I haven't been in the wars. I was with the same fight as uh, them. Well, um. Uh, I can offer you, and he looks around panicked, uh, a uh, vegetable samosa. Woo! I've never had a samosa uh, before. They're, they're good. Um, <clears throat> right. Go on. And uh, there's a hurried kind of uh, rushing and uh, running as you uh, pelt your way out of the hotel and across uh, oh, to dear. Parliament. Uh, where indeed you see a lot of uh, MPs um, sort of uh, mulling around in the uh, sort of central lobby. Uh, some are sort of looking at their magic mirrors expectantly, uh, but kind of shrugging at one another. Um, you overhear some com- conversations like, "He hasn't called, Mr. Dixon. He said he'd call. What, what am I supposed to do? I don't know which. I don't know which way to vote. He, he always knows which way to vote on these things. Uh, what are we? What are we going to do? Uh, what, what do you think he would say? Well, I, I think he'd he'd probably say um, something about doing." duty for for um for the country can i can i interject yeah he said right and i got this right from the horse's mouth right he said <laughs> that he's gonna let everybody make onions i think everyone just looks at you very confused you know them onions that are like brotherhoods where everybody works with everybody else to get everything I right for believe- everybody else yes my inarticulate friend you mean unions. unions that's it yeah Unions. Dexon's yes, yes, allowing yes. unions. Yes. Aye, he said so himself. I, I think he's seen the light. <laughs> oh. Well, he made the light, and then he saw on, the light. Like a light switch. <laughs> <laughs> and some little Tweety Birds. Uh, Gorlak uh, springs past you and goes, "Look over there. That's the uh, that's their foreign secretary. Right, let's, let's let's have a quick word, uh, Mr. Charlemagne. Mr. Charlemagne. See, it's funny because the horse with the mane. It's." Um, it's really funny. Um, <laughs> is his first name Frank? Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, Mr. Betrayer. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I'm waiting for a very important phone call. Um, Mr. Dexon, I, I mean, uh, an important um, business associate is, is uh, expecting to, to call any, any, any moment now. The boat's in 20 minutes. What are we supposed to do? Dexon, right thing. even if you don't hear from Mr. Dexon, you should probably vote in the way that you think would would please him and help the most people. Yes, and help the most yes, people. That's what Dexon would want you to do, especially the poor people. Yes, uh, when the vote comes, uh, Mr. Dexon seemed to be very much in favour. Yes, uh, of uh, of closer relations with uh, with Darnoth, and uh, uh, he, he seemed very positive about it all, didn't he, Lisa? Can I just say, from one foreign secretary to another, in my experience, in these uh, situations, when you don't have a, a powerful lobbyist dictating which way you should vote, 
You can, instead, vote in a way which protects your constituents instead. You know, uh, do your job. Can you all roll some persuasion? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> two. How does how does a five sound? Two. Better than my two. Five. <laughs> Twelve. We are a persuasive lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. The uh, vote in Parliament uh, comes back uh, a few hours later. Let me just. The eyes to the right, three hundred and seventy-one. The nose to the left, three hundred and seventy-seven. So the nose have it. The nose have it. And there's a bit of a groan from Gorlak, who sort of puts his head in his hands and looks very disappointed. Which one were we? Well, we were the eyes. Why didn't you ask the mouths and the ears? (laughs) He just sort of glares at you for a second. Well, we did all all we could. This may have repercussions further down the line, but... Lisa, you've set us on a course now. A course we can't exactly change. Right. Lunch, everybody? As long as it's liquid. Yes! New milk. (laughs) <laughs> after some uh, I think you do have a bit of a liquid lunch sort of to uh, drown your sorrows as the uh, the centaurs all pass by and uh, I think uh, even Mr Bliss comes by and just gives Gorlak a look as he passes and Gorlak sort of returns it with interest uh, but Croc, his husband, sort of puts his hand on Gorlak's shoulder to sort of calm him down uh, and eventually you are all taken to a nice fancy restaurant um Actually, no. You go back to your hotel room to put on some fancy clothes. Uh, what, what's what's each of your character's fancy get-up? Perrin, what? How does Perrin dress up fancy? More flowers. More flowers. Um, it's basically exactly the same thing, but they've tied a rope around their tunic to make it look slightly more fancy and fitted, <laughs> and they put on their nice um, fancier um, flower crown. It looks very excellent. Uh, Victrina, how does Victrina uh, uh, bigger dress up nice? shoulder pads? <laughs> Slightly higher pencil skirt. Excellent. Uh, Pen. What's Pen's uh, formal wear? Pen's mother has uh, made him a suit um, with a skull tooth pattern. Ooh. If you've. Nice. Bow tie? Um, black tie. Black tie. Uh, Agrolad. What's Agrolad's formal uh, Agrolad's formal attire is Agrolad goes back to his room, gets undressed, washes his clothes in the bath, and puts them back on again. <laughs> <laughs> so a slightly damp Acro- Acrolad joins Aqualad. the crew. <laughs> Aqualad, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am not a crap DC hero. <laughs> I'm a crap Marvel hero. <laughs> Uh, so you come to uh, the fanciest restaurant in town. It's called the Main Course. Oh, yep. <laughs> See, that's a double one. <laughs> uh, it's run by centaurs, of course, uh, uh, but they do have special high chairs for humanoids, uh, which again is slightly humiliating. Uh, and even Agrilad is given some pillows to sit on. No, I'm just going to sit um, on the table. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, some people regard Gorlak with a bit of suspicion. Uh, you spot some newspapers being read and uh, Victorina, because you can read Elvish you see that they're very 
insulting towards Darnorth uh, and uh, kind of uh, gloating at uh, the victory that is perceived to have been had. Um, and uh, as you are sort of uh, s- uh, sat down, you're given some menus. Corlac uh, says, uh, perhaps, um, Croc, what do you say to some uh, garlic bread? And Croc says, you know my opinions on garlic bread? Very pro. But uh, you lot, um, before we get started, uh, tell me about this airship you mentioned. It sounds incredible. It is. It has rooms and it flies. Does it? It's like a flying suite of rooms. It does look very nice. How how does it fly? It it was a big pillar that floated in the air. This sounds amazing. Gorlak, I really must see it. Yes, yes, I, I'm sure we will. I had a, had a word with Miss with, the, with Captain Biscuit about this. She wants to help us fly to the GA tomorrow morning, as it is. Um, oh, uh, we better order some food. Uh, what kind of food are you guys into? This is just kind of character building. You know, get get some nice character background here. I think that Perrin would want to eat. I was just thinking anchovy pizza. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> anchovy pizza. Agrolad, what's Agrolad's uh, food dish of the day? A uh, curried vegetable meal. Ah, oh, a vindaloo is delivered to you—a <laughs> vegetable vindaloo. I, I ask for more chili sauce. <laughs> Do you take some naan bread with that? Um, no, I'd be more of a flatbread kind of eater. Oh. Um, well, we asked for some bread, but they said chipattas. they had naan. Chipattas. <laughs> uh, Victrina, what's uh, Victrina's oh. dish of the day? Gosh, um, I'll have an omelette. <laughs> this is quite a varied meal. You're is it an omelette made with new milk? Uh, I, I don't usually put new milk in the omelette. Put new milk in scrambled eggs. <laughs> you don't know what will happen. I'll have a glass of new milk <laughs> and, and a mushroom omelette. Uh, pen. Ribs. <laughs> Ribs. <laughs> with meat on them or just the bones? <laughs> and, and does pen save the bones? Well, the meat first. Um, so af- after you've uh, had your uh, meal, at least I think has just a bowl of milk uh, and some salmon, uh, uh, Gorlak turns a bit more serious uh, as you're finishing up and says, "This is uh, it's going to be a difficult task, I'm afraid. First, we have to go to the Great Alliance capital, uh, convince their parliament to consider us for entry. And uh, then we'll have to work our asses off to bring enough delegates to our cause. It will not be easy. I've got a question, Gorlak. Mm-hmm. Do you mean working our asses off literally? Because I think it'd be quite painful if we did that, and I'd no, like he, to know he, if there's he, another he means way. Figuratively. Um, it's figurative. Yes. Even Arno. We, we get to keep our asses. Good, okay. Rather gruesome figure of speech, I'm afraid, yes. In which case, I'm in. Yes, we, we do have a pretty good team behind us, Prime Minister. I, I mean, if we can get Dexon to agree to allowing his workers to unionise, then we can do yes. oh, just about anything. We persuaded him with pain. I convinced him with my talking stick. Yes, um, I feel like less I know, the less... Um, culpable I But it's a really good story. I think, oh, think Gorlack doesn't need to know the precise details of how we persuaded Dex, although it would be a really good idea to unionise. Maybe. Maybe maybe another time. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Perhaps. Well, if if nothing else, it may help us um, down, somewhere down the line. Well, uh, 
we can but hope. Uh, I think you won't be able to punch your way through every problem, sure? I'm afraid. I'll give it a go. I'm sure you will. What about kicking? Let me explain. I didn't punch anyone. I can anyone. kick my way through things as well. I can things or problems from a great heart, apparently. <laughs> I think Gorlock's like rubbing his temples. <laughs> Let me explain. No, there's too much. Let me surmise. <laughs> the GA has delegates from each of its member states, and those delegates vote on issues that affect the Alliance. Issues such as new members. Uh, we would need a simple majority to be taken into consideration, and uh, that would mean going to key states and convincing their delegates to vote for us. Uh, Croc pulls out a map of the Great Alliance and says, Right, I've got a, a map of the GA. I've plotted a course that would take you through uh, some of the key states. Uh, I wouldn't know exactly where to start until I've seen some polling, but we'll get that from the capital in uh, the next couple of days. Uh, with this flying machine, perhaps we might have access to some previously untapped sources of political power. And uh, he and Gorlak lock eyes for a minute, and a sort of understanding seems to pass through them. And Gorlak smiles and says, Oh, I don't think Agrotat's going to like that. Well, <clears throat> anyway, friends, uh, this is the. Agrotat's not going to like what? Anything involving flying. <sighs> I wouldn't worry about it. No, I am worried uh, now. The dessert. Let's just say that there are some um, uh, tall orders uh, <laughs> in your future. Uh, that is, that's a short the stakes joke. Are going, the that's stakes are going to get joke. fairly high. Uh, <laughs> yep. You're, <laughs> uh, you're going to... Uh, uh, I think you're just going to fly right through this. Um, <clears throat> Look, if there's got something to say, say it. There's a sky kingdom. <gasps> there's a what? A kingdom in the sky. Uh, I've heard, I've read about this in books. Yeah, great. Yes. Can I do a history check to see if I've actually read about this in books before I jump on your log? There, uh... Great Egg lives in the sky. Everybody knows I think that. I have. <laughs> you mean we're going to go see Great Egg? Well, entirely possible. I, I've uh, never been myself. Very few have. They're a rather secretive bunch, but they are a key member oh, state like of the Great Alliance. And if... Sky yet. Ooh, I'm in. Yes. I'm in. Yes, their, their capital is uh, at the top of a, of a tall mountain uh, tipped with snow, so perhaps... Who knows? Snow, uh, mountains, sounds like good Yeti country to me. I'm afraid, alas, I myself will not be able to come with you for most of this journey. Uh, after we visit the capital, I will have to return to Darnorth. A much more dangerous course of action needs to be drawn up at home. A terror that has not visited our lands in a generation. I'm afraid this issue must call for a referendum. <gasps> What? The chaos that such things can create is unpalatable, but it might be our last hope. Sounds like some sort of made-up thing. <laughs> I wish it were. My good lad. I wish that it were. Referenda are uh, tricky things, unpredictable at times, but it may be our only hope if the GA will even hear our case. Can I get a team uh, yeah. Have you met the Dar Northern public? Aye. Nice bunch. Make some good beer. Yes. Yes, well, many positives uh, can be said of our great nation. 
Alas, I fear that on your journeys you may discover we are not universally liked across the world. Well, the no history of our nation is one that is... Well, it's not something I feel we should be proud of in many cases. Well, no one's universally liked. That'd be wrong. No. Even here in the far lands, they accused Darnoth of stealing from them, of taking their magic, and of reducing their population to... Well, it doesn't matter. One would hope that all this was in the past, but I fear the past cannot be escaped sometimes. And old grudges may be bigger enemies than any giant ever could be. I fought a giant once. Yes, it was earlier today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see the dessert is coming. Uh, and you get Pudding. a nice big uh, bowl of uh, ice cream and pudding and... Um, Flapjacks, let's say. Ooh, I do love flapjacks. Uh, it's a weird combination, but uh, you, you get that the, kind of works. You get the impression that maybe the chefs are fucking with you a bit. Agro lads loving every every mouthful. Uh, so as you all head to your um, respective sleeping arrangements, um, it's a it's been a tiring day, shall we say? It's nice. Um, yeah it's a fairly swanky hotel um it's uh it's four and a half stars um on yelp on wizard yelp um (laughs) uh and yeah you get you get a nice bath uh there's uh nice uh silken sheets uh there's room service uh but you've just had a big meal so i don't know how much of that you're taking up anything that comes in a bottle Uh, Victrina, as you are uh, heading off to bed, um, you go to check your messages and things uh, as a sort of like everyone does, I suppose, uh, nowadays. Um, And uh, you see that you've got a message from an old friend, Uh, an old friend that you used to uh, know back in your old days of uh, being a uh, guard for hire. Yeah. Um, I didn't know I had any old friends. This is a nice surprise. So, someone you, uh, let's say, met in training. Then, um, uh, what was uh, what was Victorina's training um, like? It was very rigorous. Um, it was very, you know, it was hard work. Obviously, because we're elves, we don't sleep, so we were training, you know, twenty hours a day. So it, it was fairly strenuous. Um, but we also had to learn mental discipline. So there was a lot of, you know, stand on one leg for six hours. <laughs> business, which has never proved useful in my subsequent career. <laughs> I don't know, I imagine there's a lot of standing around in guard There's work. a lot of standing around in guard work, but usually on both legs. Oh, that's true. I mean, I suppose you have to like shift weight from one to the other over the yes. time. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Um, so, uh, do you want to come up with a name for this old friend? Oh, would this be Erikina? Erikina, there we go. Uh, so you two uh, were in training together, uh, and uh, became somewhat thick as thieves. Uh, because Erikina kind of needed a lot of help, you, you felt at the time. It was a bit weedy compared to you uh, in the early days, and uh, would like get, you know, you know those uh, training thing. Like imagine a training montage where you know you're climbing ropes and uh, crawling under things and jumping over yes. logs and etc. Uh, she was always like lagging behind. She, and, she used uh, to fall on her face a lot. Yeah, she had a kind of smushed in nose from the repeated falling on her face. 
Oh. And she used to get fearfully muddy, and then I couldn't go anywhere near her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was very sympathetic. From a distance, <laughs> from a good two meters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but afterwards, uh, you did work together a few times on a few um, paid jobs, uh, and uh, in fact, she was on the last paid job that you did. Uh, what was the last paid job you did before uh, you? Uh, the left last service? paid job that we did was um, the one that made me quit. Was that we had to guard? Oh gosh, what was his name? I can't remember his name. He was a very rich fellow, um, and he had a lot of. Um, he had a lot of people who I thought worked for him, but it turned out that he wasn't paying them and they just had to live in his house and do all his work. Um, and I, when I found out that they weren't being paid and they weren't allowed to leave, um, I quit. Did you uh, talk to Arakina about this? Um, I did, and she said not to quit because it would bring shame on my family. You know, ah. to, to walk away from a job is, is frightfully not the done thing. You have a message from Erikina uh, that simply says, "New job if you're interested." Question mark. Question mark. I have a job. I have a representative uh, for you. No. I open the message <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, it uh, points to a job in the uh, Fire Nation of Thrasis, uh, and is a job working for a company called Raytheon. And uh, she just says in the message, "Pays big, pretty good." Would be great to see you again. Miss you, XXXX. I'm surprised she misses me. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I hope she's well, but, but I have a job. I'm devoted to New Milk and to the cause of New Milk and to spreading the word New Milk internationally. <laughs> um, I will just reply and say, thank you, have a job, glad you're well. Kiss. Aquilad, uh, as you are... Um, Meditating, or do you just go to sleep? Um, given how much booze is imbibed, probably just go to sleep. <laughs> he doesn't do well okay. in cities. It's all that booze. It's bad mm. for him. Uh, as you're sort of... Um, I imagine just sat cross-legged on top of a bed. Um, you uh, overhear somebody in the corridor... Uh, and you overhear this because they say a word that sort of almost triggers something in you. Uh, you hear the word, the almighty everlasting chicken foot, as this person is walking past the door. What do you do? Run to the door, bounce off the door, pick myself up, <laughs> open the door, run out of the door. Uh, you see uh, two um, uh, people walking by. Uh, they are both elves in uh, long black suits. Oi, 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 oi. Now then, now then, now then, now then. Chicken foot, what's that say? Uh, they both kind of look at you with uh, sort of condescending glares and say, ah, I knew wish you'd come running. It's, it's none of your concern, little one. Go back to sleep. Don't get airs and graces just because that's got pointy ears. Uh, they raise eyebrows at you simultaneously. What's that saying about chicken foot? If you must know, we have had reports of... Vessels being attacked in the name of Chickenfoot. Vessels uh, being ransacked, almost as if by pirates. Uh, crews beaten to a pulp. Cargo stolen. And the name Chickenfoot sprayed on the walls of the boats. The hull, even. The hull of the boats. Let me tell this something about this. 
and I can tell you this with absolute certainty, it's complete codswallop. And that's me being polite. Well, it certainly happened. We, of course, don't believe it's the real chicken foot, because there is no real ch- I mean, because that would be completely Impossible. Wrong, of course, yes. But uh, somebody's certainly uh, doing this in the name of uh, the the immortal chicken foot. So, um, we best... Um, we're trying to keep this uh, under wraps, you understand. So, uh, we'd appreciate it if you... Uh, and he sort of taps in his nose and says, said no more about it. No, Let us no, uh, no, investigate and no, bring these rapscallions no, to justice. No, no. What that's going to do is that's going to tell me where they heard these le- these bastard rumours. And that's going to let me go and find out what's going on. Because if somebody's using the name of the legendary immortal chicken foot against his wishes and against his good name, I need to do something about it. It happened in international waters. We are not sure under whose jurisdiction it falls. It, it falls under my bloody event. jurisdiction. Listen. Does that want to bloody know? Master Agrilad. How does that know my name? We know many things. Yeah, I know many things, but I don't know who that is. We are members of a uh, international secretive uh, operation uh, operating out of Darnoth. Um, we have many eyes in many places. At least six of them, you might say. What would be a good way of putting this that you might understand? In simple language. The right people are on the right jobs. There's nothing you need to worry about. It will all be taken care of. You need not worry. Now, I want to see that to manager. Sleep. I want to speak to that manager. <laughs> I am the manager. Well, in that case, I want to speak to that boss. Very well, very well. Give me one second. And uh, he reaches one. into his pocket and uh, pulls out a magic mirror and uh, holds it to you. Says, uh, just uh, look in here, would you? Can you make a wisdom saving throw? I can try. Eight. You are blasted with a flash of white light. And the next time you open your eyes, you're lying on your bed, surrounded by bottles and a feeling somewhat hungover. By heck, that was a good night. Pen, uh, what do you do as you're preparing for bed? Um, as usual, I write a letter to send home. Aww. What's in the letter? Dear Mum, please send more bones. <laughs> <laughs> Pen is just my favourite thing in the world. Uh, okay, as you're uh, finishing up your letter and uh, signing your uh, name upon it, um, you uh, spot um, in the kind of um, you know how you get you sometimes end up with junk mail at a at a hotel. Uh, one of the uh, pieces of junk mail is a um, is for a lecture given by the necromancer, the sort of uh, celebrity necromancer of the age, Ash Williams. Uh, who definitely does not have a chainsaw for a hand. Um, <laughs> and uh, it says that he's giving a talk uh, at the Great Alliance capital uh, in the next two days. And you remember, uh, he, in his picture he looks a little old and grizzled, and you remember your first day at New University, uh, he was giving a talk as well, but Penn had come down with chicken pox and so couldn't go. I imagine um, Penn is... I, I do imagine Penn is quite a sickly child. <laughs> I don't know if that's offensive. What? He does have minus one on strength. <laughs> Poor boy. Uh, 
Not so much sickly, just never usually outside. Oh. Obviously, getting chicken pops in, a, in, a, in adult years is never great. Uh, I think you're sort of bedridden for a while. Uh, and the first thing you remember uh, after being um, uh, holed up in bed for a few days is uh, uh, your mother sort of coming to wake you up. Uh, what, what's your relationship with your mother like at that point? It's a very close family. You'd have to be if your mum can see everything and you do. <laughs> um, she, she's, you know, she's immortal. She's a demon. So let's go back to the scene. As you're just recovering from chicken pox and uh, your mother sort of uh, busying herself around the room, uh, laying bones in various places, um, she seems strangely not to be looking at you as this is going on, uh, uh, but has sort of expressed a kind of disappointment that you missed your first few lectures. Uh, how, how is Penn kind of defending himself? I didn't want to die on the spot. That would have been so disappointing. Hmm. It would, wouldn't it? And she turns around and looks at you, and it's almost as if she's kind of like looking past you. And then uh, she moves to the door and says, Pen, whatever happens, I want you to remember something. Necromancy gets a bad rap sometimes. I want you to try and give it a good reputation if you can. Hmm? How about that? I would like that. And um, do something with your hair, love. Oh. Has Pen, uh, how has Pen's kind of um, post-university uh, life, uh, how has he done with kind of uh, giving necromancy a good name? Does he feel he's succeeded? Uh, no, definitely not. No. <laughs> um, given his attempt to kind of like boost it through the general election, mm. um, no. <laughs> I think seeing this poster, uh, it reminds you that some people have been quite successful at uh, giving necromancy a good name in other countries. Uh, so maybe, just maybe, there is a chance. <sighs> I pick up a leaflet and I put it in my coat. Perrin, uh, as you're uh, Hi. preparing to Hi. go to sleep, That's me. Uh, Dragonborn, I assume, ha have similar sleep cycles to humans because they're not like elves, so... Yeah, um, Perrin's quite a sneezy dragonborn. They used to love taking long naps on the lawn of the monastery. Aww. Uh, as you are uh, taking your um, nice long nap, uh, you have a very strange dream. You dream that you're running through the forest uh, at top speed, uh, clasping something to your chest, something that's quite heavy. Uh, as you're running, uh, you trip and fall over and uh, drop this thing that you're carrying, and it's raining pretty hard. Uh, what do you do? I think I um, clutch this thing even close to my chest and sort of try and roll under a bush or a bit of undergrowth. Uh, as you roll under the underbrush, uh, you hear the thunder of hooves as tall riders go right past you. And then you wait for a few moments until you can't hear their uh, hoofbeats anymore. And then one tall figure strides into view, glowing slightly blue, and they turn white eyes in your direction. And then they kneel down and look right at you through the underbrush. And they say, okay. If you use it, then you will lose everything. 
I use what? The gift. The gift he gave you. And uh, you look into your clutched hands uh, at a stone that the Green Lord huh? gave you many years ago. Oh. Uh, oh I'd forgotten about this. Uh, that scene your brain immediately jumps to. Uh, you had been through something. The smoke all around. And the Green Lord puts in front of you three stones. One has a symbol of a skull. One has a symbol of a lightning bolt. And one has a symbol of an outstretched hand. And the Green Lord says, There you are, kid. Choose one of these. Most powerful spells this side of Graston. But you only get one. Why are you giving me this after what I've just done? Listen, kid. I can see you've got great things ahead of you. I, with my godly vision, foresee a time when you're in dire straits. Oh, I like that man. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so do I. You'll need something pretty powerful to get you out of it. But why would I ever want to not be in dire straits? <laughs> Look, I ain't 100% clear what kind of trouble you'll be in. It's up to you how you deal with it. Now, choose before I change my mind. So I have to choose my starter Pokemon? Essentially, yes. Um, you got Skull, Lightning Bolt, Hand. Hand. You choose the hand, and he hands it to eh. you. It says, Just you remember, when it feels like there ain't no hope, when you don't think you can carry on, when you think, I've got no spells and I'm about to fall, that's when a helping hand will come. You're a good kid, Perrin. I chose you for a reason. And I always make good choices. And that's when you wake up. Come on, I've got a quick question. Yeah? The, the, the Green Lord of the Dream there seemed a little bit more put together than the Green Lord of the Cat variety earlier. Yeah, he's had a rough time. No, It's almost <laughs> like he chose the wrong person to be his... <laughs> he, he's got a bit of a gambling addiction. Uh, he's working on it, though. I believe him. You are all called in the morning uh, to the Solaris Hangar. To meet again with Captain Biscuit, Captain Biscuit. Uh, Gorlak, uh, Gorlak, Croc, and uh, a couple of people in your entourage uh, are following along. Uh, the uh, the hangar is a buzz with activity. The sort of last minute cleaning and adjusting of uh, you know, various bolts and polishing of things on the Zeppelin, and ca- you can hear Captain Biscuit talking to uh, uh, Bourbon. And remember, the invoices go out on the third of the month, not the second. Oh, and call the plumber on Tuesday about the pipes in sector three. Oh, and don't forget to change the milk order. Oh, and there's a... Yes, Romana, I know. Everything is safe in my hands. Besides, the energy grid was my idea. The Zeppelin was yours. It only makes sense. Yes, you're right. So, do I look presentable? Adventurous? Dashing? Ready to take to the skies? I am rather fond of this shirt. The shopkeeper said Mr. Pelicost the Various wears almost exactly the same style. As you come around, you see Captain Biscuit. She is wearing a top hat with goggles on it, a swashbuckler's shirt and a brown leather jacket over the top, a red cravat tied loosely, a massive belt full of tools and a long sword strapped to her back, a cutlass on her left hip, a small pistol-like contraption at her right, and she turns to you with a big, beaming smile. Mr. Betrayer, it's amazing to see you. I've heard so much. Is it true you once commanded a ghost dragon to kill a necromancer on the moon? Uh, not, not exactly. Uh, but I'm very pleased to meet you, Captain Biscuit. Um, my friends here have told me a lot about you. Ah, yes. 
Good friend you've got there, Mr. Prime Minister, sir. Took down Dexon. That was great work. How did you do it? Um, we aren't allowed to talk about it in front of our friend Gulak. He doesn't want to know for some reason. I think it's a really good story. Ah, all hush-hush? I understand. Uh, Croc sort of creeps close and goes, uh, Captain, may, may I ask, uh, the drive system, how do you compensate for the power relay shortages in the wind modulator? Well, I'm glad you asked. I installed a binary flux capacitor with inverse polar synthesis. It's actually a remodelled Fabian accumulator system with nominal spatial degradation across four layers. That's genius. Can I see? Of course. It's always nice to meet somebody who appreciates my work. And Gorlak looks at you and goes, I've never been more confused in all my life. I think he's a bit of an engineer. Do you want some stout? Uh, oh, yes, actually, if you've got some. <clears throat> I, I, uh, actually, I probably shouldn't have um, working. <clears throat> uh, so as Biscuit is showing Croc around the uh, cockpit, answering questions, and they're both getting quite visibly excited, uh, Gorlak is watching his husband with a sort of sly of, uh, a sigh of uh, deep admiration, a smile on his face for the first time in weeks. Um, you head through a sort of promenade onto the main Before communal we do. area. Yeah. Can I just um, go and just like stand next to Gorlag and say, do you think he's going to ask if he can rename it the Crockpit? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing, yes. <laughs> I think that'd be good. I think that's what he needs at the moment. Did we think of a good name for the ship, by the, the way? The Lead Balloon. The Lead Balloon. <laughs> um, uh, Bessie. Bessie. <laughs> Uh, so you come into this main communal area and there's uh, big soft sofas arranged around a coffee table. Uh, there's teapots and a selection of scones that are there already. Uh, Perrin, I know you're uh, eager for scones. Yeah, always. As always. Okay, gang. How are you all feeling? Agrilad? Are you going to be okay? Oh, I shouldn't be. Yes, uh, just... Um, right. Don't look out of the window and you'll be fine. Uh, probably... Agrilad immediately goes to the window and looks out of it. There's some safety belts in the seats. Maybe try and get him in them before we get going. <laughs> Everybody looks like ants from up here. Oh no, wait, they are <laughs> ants. <laughs> yes. No, we haven't taken off yet. It's alright. Uh, I have a paper bag we can secure over his head. <laughs> <laughs> that way he won't see anything. Definitely. Um, you hear the intercom uh, buzz and Captain Biscuit's voice comes booming through. <coughs> we are about to open the hangar doors. Would all passengers remain seated and prepare for takeoff? Take, take off, take off what? What are we taking Oh, please off? don't take any clothes off. Keep I've off. hardly got any on. Uh, yeah, that's, that's already term. too much. Oh, Agrilad, could you come over here and help Why? me with something? I just want your um, your opinion on this uh, nettle uh, tea, um, because you're such an expert. Well, I won't call myself an expert, but I have tried different types of nettle tea from about 14 different countries so far, and I find that the ones in Dunorf are actually quite tasty if you take them with a bit of mint. Brilliant! Why don't you try these ones? You haven't got any nettle tea with chloroform in, have you? <laughs> What's that noise? Nothing, nothing, it's the kettle. 
the kettle. Kettles don't make that noise. This kettle, it's, it's faulty. Why is everything shaking? Um, it's the tea. I drank too much coffee once and it did that. Depends on the tea, doesn't it? Depends on the tea needs. <laughs> Why is the floor uh, Out the window, you can see the workshop falling away. Why are uh, the walls going? Who's still in the walls? Zeppelin rises to the roof higher and higher, leaving the city. I want to get off. Stop Stop this thing. I want to get off. Uh, can I you all make a strength check to see if you can restrain yes. Aqualad? Well, I, Have you got I've that got, um, 11 on my Oh, I'm super <laughs> staring out the window. I think this is amazing. Alright, can um, you all no, uh, I can't contest that? that. I've got a 40. Get off me. I am not going up in the sky. Bad things happen when you go up in no. the sky and things fall apart and you end up landing on yetis. Oh, going up yetis the sky. You're going up in the sky and we're going to look for yetis. There are no <laughs> yetis in the sky. The yetis are on the ground. They're at the tops of mountains which are in the sky. How do you think we're going to get there? Walk in! That's a really, really good I ain't going in no air balloons! You already are in an air balloon! I don't want to be in an air balloon, get off me! Do, do you want to get out? Yes! Do you want to get out right now? <laughs> Why? Because um, the flying won't kill you, but stepping out of the door right now probably will. Oh, blubbing hell. Do you want more tea? Uh, outside the window, you can see the uh, city uh, getting smaller and smaller. There's a bit of smoke still rising from the pyramid uh, as you leave it. Oh, Agrilad, look, you can see the sea. It's got, it's got the really That's all bastards. Uh, the sea stretches out ahead, the sky infinite above. The whole world feels just within reach. Over the intercom, you hear Captain Biscuit again saying, It works! It actually works! Woohoo! Captain Biscuit away! Campaign Trail Referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It stars Stephen Poor as Penrigante, Joanne Hall as Victrina Crested Grebe, Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, and S. Naomi Scott as Agrilad. Dana Croft was the newsreader, Martha Buckley was Captain Biscuit, Genevieve Savion was Lisa Townsend, Mavis was played by Catherine Inskip, and the Green Lord was Louis Bermendez. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can support The Campaign Trail by going to patreon.com slash thecampaigntrail. We have special perks such as our exclusive Discord server, early access to episodes, and the chance to have your own D&D character appear in the show. You can follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash joelcorner, and wherever you find podcasts. So, until next week, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.